Caleb, I feel like you have grown more facial hair since yesterday. Is it just the shadow, the light? Um, Did you draw it on? I no, mean, it would on. have grown. <laughs> I guess it. Yeah, I guess it would have. Not a Go lot, ahead. I don't think. <laughs> Probably just uh, the light. Okay, who wants to do the intro? Dela did it twice in a row. Not Dela's turn. Not my turn. And I got it right once. Okay, I'll do it. Caleb Caleb seems perplexed and bewildered. I was trying to figure out when I did it. Uh, (laughs) Hey, welcome back to the Robot Factory. This is a podcast where we record ourselves building software in the hopes of trying to sell it. I'm your co-host, Jonathan Bowers. I'm another co-host, Dayla Duford. And I'm the other co-host, Caleb Sharp. We should have recorded <laughs> we should have recorded this yesterday because we were all in the same although it's hard to actually it's hard to no, record. Yeah. It's hard to record when we're in person. I didn't we have any time yesterday. Oh no, that also. I was back to back meetings. Yeah. Right from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. And even past the end of the day, because the, the last meeting went a little long. But uh But Dale we were came, in real life. Yeah, in real life, IRL. Awesome. Yeah. Yesterday was actually pretty awesome. At Dev yeah. Lunch, we had a bunch of people come. Yeah. Um, we host this uh, event once a month, the second Tuesday of every month called Dev Lunch. And yesterday we had, oh, I forgot to count, uh, 10? 10 people? Something like that, yeah. yeah and it wasn't just come. our team. It was it was awesome. It I, was mostly our team, though. There, there was three <laughs> it people was. who worked. Uh, <laughs> only three. Yeah, Whatever. Only three. It's, it felt. It felt. It, it felt, felt like, substantial. Yeah, it felt like the old days before COVID when we would do Dev Lunch. Yeah. Um, but the reason, so the reason uh, that Dela came to town, Dela and Steve came to town, we met with, we met with some folks about um, <laughs> our next product. Uh, I don't know. It's not really our next product. Well, it is. It's something we talked about in the past. We wanted to do a marketplace because we often get requests for build us a marketplace, but we don't have a huge budget for it. And so we want to build, um, build a marketplace and turn that into content or like a course or like some kind of digital product that we can sell to people when they come and say, hey, can you build us this? And their budget is, is far lower than we might need to build it for them. We can show them how to build it themselves. So that was, that's sort of the, like the premise behind all of this. And yesterday we met with, um, two lovely, lovely women from the, uh, I actually don't know the local consultants, um, that work with food security and food policy. They've done some work with, um, the local food policy council, uh, lots, lots of stuff with local food production and connecting, um, connecting the local economy around food and, and they're great. And so they had, um, they had a lot of ideas, lots of ideas. Uh, and we met with them yesterday to just sort of chat through and see if there was something, one that we could just help with. Um, if there's a small thing that we could help with, um, or ideally if there's a something in there, uh, product wise that we could build and be open about building. And on the other end of it, uh, have a have something that this this community could use, and we could turn into content slash product slash courseware slash whatever, some other kind of thing. Um, 
yeah, that's what we did yesterday. Uh, Dela, what did you think of how that meeting went yesterday? And maybe, yeah. maybe talk to, t- t- tell us about what it was. So, cause Caleb wasn't in that meeting. Um, but you were. No, Caleb wasn't in that meeting. What was it? It was awesome. They had so many great ideas and I really like it. Just, I don't know. I love the idea of connecting the local food with the community. And that's kind of their biggest mandate is, mm-hmm. is really getting that involved. Um, so, I mean, they, they had several ideas, uh, which I think were, were awesome. Some were a huge amount of effort or very uncertain, um, like connecting grocery stores with local. Um, am I supposed to talk about the one we liked the best? Yeah. I think because we're going to talk about it anyways, because we're probably just going to do it like we, like we had suggested, which is we're going we're gonna to build this thing and try to, try to entice people to follow along this journey as we build a marketplace and on the other end have, a, have some courses or products to sell. Um, but be sort of build it in the open. So yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. All right. So the one that we felt was, I mean, probably the best direction for us to take now is backyard sharing or an app that like facilitates that. Caleb, do you know what backyard sharing is? You furrowed mm, your eyebrows. No. No. Do right. I need to have a backyard? Mm, no. You don't need to have a backyard to participate, but you, you would, would be part of the share. equation. Yes. Yeah. So it, there's people who <laughs> there's people who do have backyards and space for gardens, and there's people like you who do not, but maybe you want a garden. And somebody who has the space but doesn't have the desire or time or whatever to do a garden can say, hey, you can come use my yard, grow a garden, and we'll share backyards. So that's essentially what backyard sharing is, which is such a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then... We also went over into like, this one I really liked was gleaning. So say you have a bunch of fruit trees and you haven't picked all the fruit. They can organize, or they, they do in Kamloops, the, the people that we were talking to, organize groups of people to go and glean your trees. Mm-hmm. And I like that idea because there's a massive orchard behind, beside my house. And last year, hardly any of the apples got picked. And it was so Ooh. sad. Very That's why I just pick people's fruits. It's illegal. <laughs> well, is it? I mean, it's just sitting there. The birds are going to eat it otherwise. Yeah, that is, is it, like trespassing. On it's it on property. their property. I mean, I guess if it if it's hanging, I'm not out like going the into their backyard. It's like <laughs> it's like if the tree is like somewhat accessible. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't happen very fun. often because most fruit, I'm allergic to it. Whatever. But. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. You'd get caught out pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he comes in the door, lips and tongue all swollen. <laughs> all right. Apricot. Yeah, the gleaning the gleaning thing is is pretty neat. Um, it's like you said. Yeah, it's it's uh, people who have fruit trees and either can't or don't want to pick them. Um, ca- call in and register, and then they organize volunteers to come and pick, and so. The fruit tree owner gets a third of what they pick if they want it. So often, I think they don't. Um, the pickers get a third, and then the uh, food policy council uh, gets the other third, and they, uh, th- which they use for. They used to actually use them to uh, make popsicles out of, and then they sold the popsicles. Um, I don't think they got enough fruit from gleaning to do that. They ended up having to buy some, but um, that was what they did with it. They they used it through. Uh, a uh, few few different few different things through the um, through their community kitchen. Um, yeah, it's super cool. But the yeah the backyard the backyard sharing thing is is pretty neat. 
um, locally. I, I, I don't know what this is like in other communities, but in Kamloops, there are a number of community gardens. Um, I think they're city-owned property. I'm not actually sure how that works, but they're public, quote-unquote public property, but you have to you have to not buy, but you, you pay for a plot or one of the gardens. They're on this, they're usually on these like raised beds and they're, they're really, they're really cool. They got this like fence around them and stuff. So, so animals can't get in and they're irrigated or they've got hoses hooked up. And I think they even have little sheds to store your stuff. Um, but they are, I think they're like 35 bucks for the year for it which isn't expensive, but the wait list is massive because there's only yeah. so much land and there's only so many of these things and lots of people want to use them. Um, and so they said that they, uh, it's like the top voted thing that, that the stakeholders that they engage with that they, that they want. Um, so. Yeah. And it has been for 15 years yeah, and the yeah. top asked for thing at the, the food policy. So we can solve that problem. And I think we can solve it pretty quick. Kamloops hmm. has a community food assets map. It has oh, it, it has mapped out crabapple trees, trees with edible nuts, plant with edible berries, tree with edible fruit, food hampers, community meals, food banks, yard waste site, farmer's markets, public produce, urban farm, school garden, community garden private, community garden public, not city funded, and community garden public, city funded. Oh, that's, all that's cool. And there are a lot of crabapple trees, apparently. Well, who uh, likes crab apples? Let's be honest. Not into a lot jam, of other I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. So let's think through this a little bit. So we want to build one. We want to do something that has some local impact, right? If we're gonna mm -hmm. if we're gonna do something for free, right? We're not getting paid for it. Yeah. Um, or if we are getting paid, it's not. It's not very much. Um, we want it to benefit our community, not some other community that we don't live. Um, that would be nice, but we might as well you know, be in our backyard. Um, two, uh, can we, so, so that's, that's pretty easy. Like we've solved that, right? This is a great project. We think we can do it. It's not gonna, it really probably isn't gonna be a ton of time for us, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not a huge investment. It's not like we're gonna spend six months times two people working on this thing because um, we're gonna build it in no code. So not a, not a huge investment and the benefit is is local. So we like that. The other thing that we want to do is, can we turn this into a product? Um, we think we could, right? We think even 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 locally, right? Like if if you just look at some of the uh, some of the data that we already know, right? There's a huge backlog, huge demand of people that want backyards or uh, will want gardens. Um, presumably, we don't know this for sure, but based on what they said, there's there's a large number of people that have backyards. Um, and there is already like this natural fee structure, like people are already paying for this. People are willing to spend money to get access to a backyard. So there's probably some, some way of creating and, and, um, capturing some of that value. So I think there's probably, probably the ability to create a product of it. And then thirdly is, um, we can turn this into content at the very least. And so that's, that's what I think we're going to try and do. Uh, is try to turn it into content. So what feels like the next step for us to do on this? Or what are some ideas of what we could do, the very next thing we could do? Very next. I, I, I've got to think about it a lot more, how it would 
look. I don't know. My favorite next steps is always for Steve to sketch out a basic <laughs> idea, and then it makes me feel more creative. Let's assume that this is a product we want to own and build and have, either either because it's the product we're selling, we're somehow selling this this marketplace as a service to someone. I don't know who the customer is exactly, but we've got this potential product, and we've also got this course that we kind of want to try and create out of it. Um, who can we talk to to validate that either of those things are good ideas, one or the other? It doesn't have to be both. Well, pro- probably anybody in, in the city involved with community food efforts. Yeah. I'm sure they'd have some idea. of. Yeah. I guess what I'm trying to ask is what can we do that doesn't require a lot of effort, but still gathers some more understanding of what the demand is going to be for either the product or the, um, we kind of already got some understanding of what the demand for the product is. Like they said, they've been wanting this for 15 years. Um, we've got some understanding there, but like maybe let me, let me shift, let me shift it a bit. What are the things we could do to see if anybody wants to buy the course that we produce off the other side of this thing? Because if nobody wants that, then why, why bother doing that? Let's just build the product. I don't know. How can we find that out? This is why, uh, I don't know. This is do what you... we're trying to figure out. Content stuff. Tell me, Johnny B, how do I do it? Because I honestly have no idea, which is probably why we've never done it. Um, I think we should launch a landing page. Yes. Not for the problem we're solving, not for the like food backyard, or sorry, not for the backyard sharing thing, but for the course itself. So way back, we had talked about on the on this podcast, we talked about um, can we get people bought into this idea who want to follow the journey and are willing to pay upfront for it, upfront for the course that we're going to create on the other end. So do you think, so let, let me throw it back at you then. So do you think you know anyone who would say, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pay like 20 bucks to, to guarantee that I get access to this material at the end, at the, at the other end of this thing or whatever the price is. I don't know what the price is, but yeah, maybe I know some people or I know where we could probably find some people. Where would we find those people? Well, there's, I mean, there's so many forums, no code forums out there. We could start dip our toe in the water there. See if we get any interest. I mean, we've had a ton of people email us about it. Yeah. So I mean, can't we I mean, just reach out to them and say, I'm hey, going to, yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. I, I'm, I'm going to start there. Like, well, that's one place to start, but I mean, they, they may have already gone off and been like, wow, we've started building this like we don't need we don't need this but yeah. um yeah just starting up some even just some social media yeah posts and trying to like i th- yeah i think the the forums some of the bubble forums and that kind of thing that would be a good place i don't i don't frequent those things i know you're in there more often than i am anyways um yeah is there places where people are uh maybe not promoting this kind of thing but where this like this as a post would be I'd have to look and see if something, yeah, I don't know if on the actual bubble forum, but there's like spin-off forums that it would be. I've seen on the actual bubble forum, people just self-promote everywhere. Yeah, they self-promote like a ton of plugins and stuff, so I don't see why they couldn't. I don't I mean, think I... have very strict rules. No? Yeah. Whether we get any engagement, I think. If you can find the top Google search for how to make a marketplace in bubble and then just post a link to our course in that thread how would you okay so if if let's assume that we get i don't know a couple of dozen people say yeah i'm interested in this um 
maybe they don't give the money right away because they want to see something, right? But at least they maybe give us their email and say, like, yeah, let us know when when this happens. Um, we'll sign up. Um, how would we build it? How would we do this in a way that we can be open about it? Like, so one of the things that that also you have often told me is I should learn bubble. <laughs> yes, so you should learn bubble. I don't want to learn it, but you could teach to me yeah. by building this thing. Yeah. Would that make sense? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I think you want to do is just film yourself building this. Well, I don't want to do all the work. I want you to do it. No, 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 not you. Film oh. me. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. We build it and you just watch it. I mean, that's how I learned Bubble. I watched tons of YouTube videos. Yeah. Of people building stuff. Okay. Um, and there's some really good teachers out there. I think I, I, I've never, you've never taught me anything. So I don't know no. if you're a good teacher, but I think you're a good speaker. And I like the way you explain things. We could do it, especially with. Steve's designs. It's amazing what you can do. Yeah. Would yeah. you want to do it live? <laughs> you know, if I practiced a little bit first, because something always goes wrong when you do it live, which is okay yeah. until you can't figure it out. Um, but yeah, heck yeah, I could do it live. Some of them. Live is great, but it doesn't. When you have a course with like pre-recorded video, you want it to be a lot shorter than. Like, oh oh yeah. No. And, and, I don't want to be, I don't want to, um, I don't want to, uh, claim that we're going to like produce the course as we go. It's not, that's not what's happening is that people get to watch as we do it. And then we take, we take whatever we've built and possibly refilm a bunch of stuff to turn it into a course. But the, the, the purpose of the landing page is just to see like, is anybody interested in this along the way? And can they follow along and provide some, some in in not real time but like near real time feedback is like i didn't understand what you guys just did there just now and we're like oh okay let's either <laughs> make note <laughs> and go and fix it when we when we cut the course the next time or just incorporate that and and maybe there's some maybe there's some footage and some some recordings that we can utilize throughout throughout uh this course um or maybe it's just you know text and we just i don't know it feels messy but in a falling forward kind of way yeah, let's start with messy. It's fine. <laughs> it's better than nothing. I like the idea. Okay, we're going to create a landing page. We're going to get some interest. We're going to... Okay. Yeah, and then we'll build... I mean, even if we don't build it live, we'll record us doing it and make some good content. Okay, we've got some homework. Yeah. How can we build a landing page fast? Oh, Steve. No, I don't even think we need to use Steve. I bet... Well, why don't we make a uh, mailing list? Quick... I can do that in like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, you can do that. Okay, I'll, I'll go and uh, make a mailing list thing. It's easy. All right. We can charge Sounds money good. to them too. Like they, they have a whole payment thing. Okay. We'll start Homework. it. Come with an update next week. You've been listening to The Robot Factory. I'm Dayla. I'm Jonathan. I'm Caleb. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next week.